We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entering the Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2022 NFL Playoffs Wild Card Weekend Picks against the spread game by game previews and I want to remind everyone to smash the like button for the video and in the comment section help us time code the show if you're looking for notes on each of the games then subscribe to the Mayo Media newsletter that'll come out on Wednesday along with some DraftKings info for the week as well free to join up on Substack and you can find the link down in the description additionally play in the gigantic PGA one and done it starts this Thursday $125 per entry five max entry per person and there's only around like 300 spots left and by the time this show comes out it might be even less so if you were even curious about playing you should probably go get your spot right now at fantasygolfchampionships.com once again the link down in the description highly suggest that you pick it out here is a guy on the line right now battled through covid still got it but he's gonna be here anyway he battled through sunday evening and having his heart ripped out and then he got through the golf show on monday but he's in better spirits now. I feel like it's Jeff Feinberg. What's going on? <laughs> Thanks for the intro, Pat. Yeah, listen, is what it is. You know, I'm just, well, I'm sure I'll have to discuss the game, but I'm just sad. I like watching him play. Like I get excited when there's a game that week. So I'm sad. Like uh, life's filled with so much melancholy. They make me feel alive. It's easy to find perspective, you know, but it is. I, I just like them that, you know, it takes one minute to find, you know, real perspective. You just put the news on um, or you deal with the real world. But yeah, I don't. I'm just sad. I'm sad that that that, that, that win or lose. I have a time watching them. That's different than I don't know how many hours are in a week, but those four hours feel different. So I'm annoyed that I got to wait to September to get that feeling 
again. Well, as for well, go ahead. No, I mean, just do it. Like, so much can be made of the end of the game. I I haven't even really. I don't I don't dwell on that. For me, my dwelling is more on the totality of the game. Uh, you know, we were healthier than them. I think we're better than them. We should have done what happened in the last 10 minutes, eight minutes. That should have been for three quarters, for four quarters. You know, we fumbled a punt, that goddamn disaster at the end of the first half. No team that does that should be capable of winning a Super Bowl. What happened at the end of the first half? Every single person lost their composure. Everybody. So at one moment in that game, everybody on the team got irked and panicked or something and lost their composure. And the season's been a wild goddamn ride. Like, it, let's go from Anthony Lynn to that, which, you know, now in some ways, I think it's the right place, but, you know, the jury's going to be out if the same shit happens again. Because there were moments this year, Pat, where it felt great. And I felt like, you know, Will Hunting, good Will Hunting was coaching this team. And then there were moments where I felt like it was Steve-O <laughs> or Johnny Knoxville. And I'm getting my nuts shocked. So, I, you know, I don't know what I'm signed up for. I'm here. I'm ride or die. Like, I got a phenom, I think, hucking the ball. So we're going to foxhole together and have a hell of a time. You know, and, and and we'll meet everything head on, the good and, and the bad, I guess, um, with it. But we were supposed to write new movies. We were supposed to write new movies. You know, we were supposed to write new movies. And I feel like I just put together a couple earnest sequels. So I'm a little faced. I'm a little, I, I, a little you know, I'm, I'm disheartened. And it is what it is. Uh, a total lost opportunity to get a have fun and and play in the tournament. But if you think second down, Josh Jacobs kicks it outside, they're kneeling the ball. Is he kicking it outside on second down? On third down before the timeout, Hunter Renfro's in motion. He's in motion. You think they're kneeling a ball with, with Renfro's going in motion and they're kneeling? So obviously Staley got spooked by the play call. He didn't want Chris Harris against Hunter Renfro because Chris Harris is a goddamn sieve. Refs don't like him either. In the, and in the olden days, that would have, the refs may have thrown a flag. They might have discussed it. They might have said, okay, illegal contact. We'll give them five yards in a first down. Want to spot foul the ball in the one? Bah! But, 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 you know, Staley got spooked maybe, but he wanted to be in the right play call. But the notion that game wasn't ending with a Raiders field goal, like, come on, come on. If we could, do I wish we tackled them for a loss and then we could have really played that game of chicken and run it out? Sure. But they were running a play on third and four and the intention for them wasn't to go backwards. I, like, I'm certain of that. I'm certain of that. Um, so yeah, but you know, the totality bothers me more than the end. It really does. The end of the first half is just a goddamn disgrace. Oh, but yeah, it is what it is. Gonna have to move, move on and, uh, 
do anything we can to make sure that never happens again. Like we're never should be allowed to waste him again. Would you say that the right is hardest? And, and, you know, I got excited. I was having these thoughts like, Oh my God, what sort of fake documents am I creating to cross the border? If this COVID ain't clear, Jesus, you know, what is I had to be in Buffalo. I had to be there. I had to be there to let him put me through a table. Now there's a kid crying outside the room. I don't know what's going on there. Do you need to check in on that? I'm not really sure. I hope she was supervised. Hopefully. Anyway, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, so, but I'm, it I'm is, sorry but about it your, is. I'm sorry about your chargers. I, I'm glad you're in better spirits. You're in better spirits than I thought you would be. Yeah, no, listen, Pat, we know we've been through some. They've lost it ugly. I know how to take them. The Raiders, congratulations. You know, congratulations. I think people overrate how hard, like how little perspective I have. Like, you know, there's still two kids that I live with here that don't give a shit. You just get rocked in the stomach, like right before the game, you know, to, to I don't want to like dwell on, on, on the bad, you know, news to, you know, friends of the program and, and things like that um, with, with blessing RIP. So like, it's just, it's not hard. Like, do I, I wish they were playing? I wish they had an amazing comeback. I wish when everyone else looks back on that game that I'll be able to have fun memories of it. Happy everybody had a hoot. Happy my team entertains you and I lose. I wish it could go better. Um, but I get we're still flawed. Despite all the gains that I thought we made, we're still flawed. But I, I think some of the like, you know, maybe I because I sell it out. I think people lose sight that like, no, no, it's just it's over. I'm used to the season ending in heartbreak fashion. This isn't uh new. This is earnest number eight, as I mentioned. So yeah, would you say it's more earnest? Is, 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 is it more earnest? Yeah, people gotta watch the Raiders playoffs. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Raiders. We gotta move on here. Would you say it's more earnest scared stupid or earnest goes to jail? Uh, scared stupid. We were scared stupid. All right. Let's bring him in. The coin is here. Well, I guess we're going to find out if the coin was able to prevail in the season-long spread picks contest against Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That is not my name. The Custy Awards. Are the latest you've ever introduced me into an episode. I didn't think he was going to talk for seven straight minutes in fairness. I didn't expect a peroration of like eight minutes because I wanted to intervene so many times, but I, I didn't for the ambiance of the show. So do you have anything to say to Jeff? No, just that Jeff's coached by the wrong guy and there's not, nothing to do with the last play of the game. It's got to do with a coach who can't coach defense, who doesn't seem to know what he's doing, who's not qualified for the position he has. And if they keep him, as they clearly are going to keep him on staff, he is going to continue to waste Jeff's resources because he's been given talent and has done nothing with it. Somehow the, the somehow the chargers did not move forward from, uh, from their coaching positions over the last couple of years. The, the wrong man is in the, in the job, no matter how good he is at press conferences, he's not very good at his job. And it's too bad. The chargers don't move on, but they clearly don't care. Is a robot talking? No, it's not a robot. Oh, it just sounded like really 
there was like an effect on your voice. Yeah, That's it, all I meant. It, it's, I, I'm it's, not it's, here it's, to it's, disagree it, with what you said. It, it sounded like you had an off-week tracheotomy on that last soliloquy. <laughs> I don't know. I felt I felt for you, Jeff, but uh, I feel sure. for you more that you're coached by the wrong person. Anyway. I mean, I don't think they're. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I guess you brought him in to play defense because you knew Herbert was going to be great, and he can't coach defense. He's not good at it. Uh, sorry, you give up thirty-five points to the uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders with your season on line. Thirty-five points. Uh, I sorry. thought the sad it, thing is, I thought the defense like held tough for so much of the, the game outside of the fucking putridly. That defense played putridly. They let Herbert down. They did it all year, and they did it today. That defense has a lot of fingers be pointed. I, I think if I were the Chargers, I'd be making massive changes on the defensive side of the ball in terms of my personnel. Because what they got is not working and is not going to work. That's my opinion. Let's talk about good teams, teams that are in the playoffs. Well, we don't need to do that as of yet because if people don't know and you hit the description right now, you can vote in the Custy Awards. We ran Tim's promo election video last week and we said we would give equal time to Jeff this week for a video. But then I thought... Tim went on about how every restaurant should be an all-you-can-eat buffet and how he walks around like Warren from Something About Mary with his participation medal going to the grocery <laughs> store. That seemed like good enough ammo for Jeff that we didn't need to put anything together. And then, Jeff, this week, Tim already released his Jets wins losses for next year. They're going 12-5. and five. Stop That's it. I merely went through the confirmed scheduled opponents and just sort of speculated on what I thought. 12 and 5. I, I just, that, those, it's, it, when you look at it, it's an incredible. You got the right coach, clearly. I think Saul is a half decent coach, and I've seen significant improvement from my second overall pick. We have the, we have really good draft picks in the fourth 12 and 5. Pick. We have, uh, we have a lot of draft picks. We have a lot of cap space. I am optimistic. What's it, 5 and 1 in the division? Something like that, four and two, five and one. I mean, the Dolphins are imploding. I think the Bills are overrated. And, five you know, and twelve and five because on the opponents because your last place schedule, you're twelve and five. Last, it, it's an incredibly soft schedule. It, it, it's remarkable how soft it is. I'm, I'm, I'm buoyed, but also like that's not an official pick at <laughs> all by any means. That was just like a first out of the gate. Hmm. Like when when the NCAA tournament brackets come out in the very you have no like, interest in like selling low and and being uh surprised do you i'm sorry have you met me no but i just 12 and 5 i also would encourage everybody and i'm hearing a lot of positivity for it vote for jeff vote for jeff vote for jeff i've well, been hearing that actually the ballots have been coming in quite well, fast and furiously well, well hey, jeff hold, hold, hold on here's the thing i just got <laughs> a message from the guy that runs the Custy Awards and takes care of the voting and everything like that, and there is suspicious activity with the voting, Tim. Oh, really? It's uh, happening. You, you can even ask Paul. We, we both saw what Rob had put forward to us. There are like three or four people trying to vote 500 times a day for you and this voting is, for this Jeff. Is, this is... He, this is... Come on. Really, you're going to accuse this of being a rigged election? That's what no, you but no. All, 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 all I'm saying is that we Rob is working on it. That you're only supposed to get one vote per email address. So he's only going to. That is the rule. But these people are trying to vote from the same account over and over, and it's registering. And Rob has to go filter it out so only their one vote counts. This so is like, 
Well, I mean, I will say I appreciate the zeal that my voters have. Who are, how much say, are you paying these people? I, I, I appreciate their encouragement and their support. They understand, as we all do, that Jeffy is the most insane person on this show, and they want to make their voices known. But look, think, think twice, vote once. You only need to vote once. Vote for Jeff, because that is obviously the right decision. I, I don't really like want or need any campaign video. You kind of, as Pat mentioned, did it to yourself. But well, I did. If I could have me. anything, like anything supplied to me by um, the Mayo Media Archives, it would probably just be your washing machine story. <laughs> Fine. Like, then how about you organize a campaign and get a video made rather than stand back and pretend, oh, I don't need to go to Wisconsin. I've got this election sewn up. Well, uh, okay. Jeff, Jeff, we added a few new categories this year. Like, not only can you vote who is more insane between myself, Paul, Cust, and Jeff, uh, there's also Jeff's biggest rival that's on that list. Uh, additionally, there's uh, there are historic awards putting some of the greatest winners up against each other. Like, most Cust murder is on that list that you can vote for this year. What do you think is going to win, Tim? I think eight bells will win. Not not Roger Moore or Mr. Peanut? I don't think ugh, Mr. Peanut. That still makes me angry. I've never been more right about something in my life. Like they completely abandoned that nonsense campaign. Killing the coolest mascot in all of food uh, products for a cheap Super Bowl ad that went nowhere. Yeah. Once again, I'm right. Vote Jeff. Um I'm not surprised Tim has got these these bots. He's probably bought oh, yeah, a warehouse. Bots. Yeah. yeah, bots. He's probably yeah. bought a, wa yeah. a warehouse that's been shut down from making uh, fake CRA calls. Is now yeah, voting. No, this, is, this is just somebody who is clearly going to be not gracious in defeat whatsoever. No, but what we're saying is that there, there, there are people trying to cheat in the Custy Awards. Can well, I, look, I, have know, no I, would just... I haven't been encouraging that. I, I appreciate and I, I say thank you to somebody that ambitious to want to vote for Jeff that many times. I understand why you'd want to. Jeff is that insane. But no, no, I, I, we should all follow the rules and just vote once and cast See, our ballot fairly. This is where I think some people are lost in the collection of people that, you know, want to don't want to vote for some genuinely. They want to vote for how it can impact the content. And to those people. I would just suggest to you that there's probably a higher possibility that Tim loses via supermajority than I, then, you know, then I, um, that, th sorry, Tim wins via supermajority in the most insane than I would lose. So the more realistic scenario is saying Tim's vote bottom out potentially would be more entertaining in some ways, like how he might react. Because that's more realistic. Because you heroes out here trying to make a guy wearing his medal around town from a marathon seven years ago acceptable, and he wants to pretend it's normal. And that, like, we're not, we're weird for thinking that what he's doing is weird, not his action. He's totally normal. Did you notice how quickly the campaign had a gif of me putting the sunglasses on with that medal as soon as you tweeted out that photo of me? Wearing a yeah, mask. It's like you already have the goods, whatever. It's like some of us are running a real campaign here trying to win. Other people are just flailing around and saying, oh, well, 
you shouldn't vote for him because like he's got to lose. People are a father of two and there's homeschool. <laughs> and the other people are trying to buy their craft dinner wearing a medal. Okay. And the other guy needs personal assistance to sign up for the one and done because <laughs> he forbids to put his name or doesn't know how to fill out an entry form. Vote for Jeff. See, no response from Tim on this one. He's just trying to deflect. We see how it is. Um, I will probably, I might do a show where I fill out my Custy's ballot as we go through it. Might have to get, uh, we were talking about doing that after the Cuss show, after Cuss Corner, the Cuss Corner after show with super fans that come on. Maybe I'll get like Kenny. I know Kiefer wanted to get in on this. We might have to talk through some of these awards and fill out a ballot before everything closed. But you can vote on that now down in the description. Let's recap the season. The season is finished. Jeff needed to beat me by four games in week 18 in order to take the overall spread picks championship. That did not happen as I won the week at 12 and four going 148, 124 for the season. Jeff comes in second with a 10 and six week, 143 and 129 for the season. And with a 10 and six week, the coin beats Tim Andercust by five games against the spread because Tim went nine and seven. I do believe that week 18 was the only year all season long that the four of us all went above 500. I hit my super lock to end my best super lock season ever. Probably the best one I'll ever have. 14 and four on the super lock when Minnesota ended up coming through in the second half. Jeff lost it to go to 10 and eight. Tim lost it to go to eight and 10. But Tim, you did hit your teaser because that cheap Atlanta touchdown at the end of the game you go six and 15 for the year 15 and 99 is your lifetime result you did not hit triple digits during the regular season and there's no impetus on you to put any free money plays in the playoffs unless you really want to well you can be sure that there's a six teamer this week because we're on the mission to get a perfect playoff that's my personal goal is the perfect playoff you couldn't just quit uh, while you were ahead could you absolutely not i'm here to speak my mind as i see it and uh, yeah, there's a six-teamer this week for all the playoff games. And I feel really good about, I, I know historically, and people who know the show better than me will be able to give out stats of how bad I am at wildcard week. I'm historically very bad at wildcard week, but like, I like this board. I feel very strongly about five of the six games. Let, me, let me guess, I, you're taking the favorites in five of the six games. No, I'm not. Really? So you're taking... Let me guess. You're taking the Raiders, the Patriots, the Bucks, the 49ers, Chiefs, and Rams. If I answered your question, that wouldn't be very good SEO now, would it? Well, we'll see. That's my tease for my prediction of Tim's picks this week. But let's get to the first game then. Vegas at Cincinnati is the early Saturday game. Cincinnati is favored by five and a half points in this spot, down to five live real time on DraftKings Sportsbook. But we'll do it at five and a half for the purposes of the show. 49 and a half is the over under in this game. Obviously, the Bengals essentially just took a bye week last week to get themselves healthy to make sure Burrow's knee is okay. This is a tough game because you could almost price this, Jeff, at minus three and a half you could have priced it at minus seven and a half i don't necessarily think it would direct that much action on or away like people are either saying i think that the raiders are good enough to beat the Bengals and they're going to cover this number or i think that the raiders are trash and the Bengals are going to blow them out it feels like those are just the two sentiments it's not like well this is the most definitely a three-point game like now it doesn't feel like that's where anyone's at with this one and the five and a half point spread in a playoff game 
don't know. That just that almost signifies um, to your point, Pat. I don't know. This is uh, this is a, a really tough game. You would think the Bengals at home, cold. Uh, you know what? Uh, Ohio afternoon, freezing. The Raiders, full five quarters, emotional win, emotional run. At some point, the exhaustion just has to kick in. Like in some ways, I'm so tempted to just auto blindly pick the Bengals, but it does feel like there's uh, a little more at play here because it feels fishy. Raiders coming off OT, which I know you feel strongly about. Yeah, I just mentioned it. A full, not just like OT, a rival, like emotion, like as emotional a win as you can have, as an emotional a month as you can have. Um, I don't know if this guy is going to get to keep his job. In some ways, he probably should. In a microcosm, how embarrassing has this year, well, not a microcosm, it's very polarizing, actually, to say. Like, how useless does this prove John Gruden to be in some respects? All that money, all that tenure? Buddy, look what they just did. Incredible, facing what they faced. It's a team I want to, like, hate on, but I honestly can't. Honestly, I, it's hard. It's weird. It's weird. I don't just despise their presence, but I don't. I, I'm I'm proud of them. I guess weird. Oh, you're you're proud of Vegas, Rick? I guess so. Hey, you join me by picking the swashbucklers because I like the Raiders a lot in this game. I have to say, uh, I think yes, both that they're riding on a moment uh, a high with this momentum. But also, like, the Bengals have real troubles playing defense. And we just watched a team that struggles to play defense last week not be able to stop the Raiders. And I think the Bengals are no better than the Chargers on defense. They, ha- they got problems. And so I-, I think it sets up – this is a pretty good spot for the Raiders, all things considered. Of all the teams they could have played in the first round, I think this is the I one – I agree that with that aspect they wanted of it. Best. Uh, yeah, it-, it will be cold in Cincinnati, I have no doubt. But, like, I don't know. I, I still like the Raiders here. I think you're getting too many points. I think it should be a three-point game. I think it's going to be, like, 20 to 17 in either direction. I would actually think it's going to go the Raiders' way. But maybe you think it's going to go the Bengals' way. But I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, tight game. Uh, and when it comes down to it, I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to make the important defensive plays in the fourth quarter. Like, I think they can hang for a bit. But I, when the push comes to shove, I expect them to make mistakes. And I think that the Raiders are going to take, uh, going to try to take Chase out of the game and make Burrow, who's playing in his first ever playoff game too, uh, make him beat him. I, 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 anyway, I like, I like the Raiders here. We're teasing them up to twelve, and uh, I don't know. I, I think you should bet the Bengals very, very hesitantly. I, I think Raiders money line at what plus one ninety or something is probably a smart bet here. Tim, how often? I mean, you just seem to be the maven of memory on these things, but. Am I just creating a perception as reality? Is the first game of wildcard weekend always not just stupid? Um, not always stupid. I mean, sometimes they're just bad, low scoring and bad games. Okay. For example, the Raiders and Texans a few years ago, garbage. Or the yeah, Texans. Who, who, who's, hold on. Who started? It was Connor Cook against who started for the There Texans. was also the TJ Yates. Yates. 
Was it yeah. like a Chiefs Colts game or a Chiefs Texans yeah, oh, no, no. That does game? Have, that was yeah. just insane. Yeah, the, the, there was a Luck versus Alex Smith. It was like 48 47 or something yeah, like that. It was a huge comeback from Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. And Washington and Seattle several years ago had a crazy uh, first game. It does, oh. it definitely does happen. Uh, but I'm just saying in this instance, I don't. The Bengals have played a lot of these early games over the years and they've lost them when they play in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't like them here. I, I just, I like the Raiders. I like where they're at. I think this is, you know, I, I think there's a really strong opportunity. This Raiders team is going to Tennessee next week and they could be blink your eye and they're in the AFC championship game, despite not being one of the best two teams in the AFC. I don't know. Uh, I like the Raiders for them. I'm picking them. When, when you're, I'm going to take the Raiders in their f- incredible fourth down defense. <laughs> Fair. I, I, I don't know. This game's so weird to me. I'm taking five points pat is right like i would almost feel more inclined to bet cincy if they were asking me to lay the touchdown it's so trippy like that people love the bengals they're offensive they're flashy they're cool people like burrow and i get it all those things are true but they can't stop anybody so it's going to be when, when push comes to shove late in the game i don't expect the Bengals and- to make the big play I don't even know if i'm going to bet this game for real real other than to start a potential parlay or football weekend teaser but this isn't a game i feel strongly about i won't be in the hole much of anything if it goes against me to start the the bonanza i would wager and i don't have any inside info and i didn't look up what the early week wagers are going to be but i would guess that if people are looking for underdogs to take this week against the spread or even on a money line this is the game that people are going to start circling i don't think that cincinnati is going to be as popular as you think tim I think the next game is where people will come in to bet the underdog, not this one. Maybe. That that could potentially be the case. I'm taking Cincinnati here. And the reason why, because the Chargers are just going to charger themselves. Because there was a very easy way for the Chargers to kind of kneecap a lot of their defensive problems, which kind of emerged against the Raiders, was they needed to jump out early. And that's what I think that Cincinnati does. I mean, they didn't do it against the Chargers, but over the course of the season, they're very good at getting up to an early lead. If you can put the Raiders in a hole, it makes them really one-dimensional, and they're not really that good at that one dimension. And that's the one dimension that Cincinnati is actually quite good at. They have a very good pass rush. Their secondary has been pretty good all season long. They have a bad run defense, and they can't tackle. So if they allow Vegas just let Josh Jacobs touch the ball 25 times out of the backfield. That's going to spell really bad news and the Raiders are going to cover. I think that between Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, they can get down the field on them pretty easily and they need to do that right off the hop. And the weather is not going to be warm, obviously, in Cincinnati, but it's not looking quite as frosty as it is for the night game on Saturday. So I like the Bengals to cover the minus five and a half in this game. I'll be I'll be the guy on the island. Did, didn't expect to see I don't, that. I- no, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, Bengals just put it on them early, like you said. I think the Chargers ran. F- it was like twenty to three plays run, and the Chargers went three and out. You know, so that's all part of it. It's great you're a hero in the fourth quarter, but you know, don't give the Raiders momentum at the start. And that if you're right, Pat. Bengals just you know get on them early and make them feel it it's going to change everything when your number one play in the playbook is to run around like a chicken with your head cut off up chuck come aloo the football and have idiots run into your players on your underthrown passes in fairness that's been a very profitable play for the Raiders so far this year yeah it's the playbook it's <laughs> yeah it is what it is we're the idiots we're the idiots so we're home 
our own stupidity. We're home. So Bengals for me, Vegas for the rest of you, corn included. Patriots and Buffalo. Late Saturday game, Buffalo is a three and a half point favorite at home against the uh, reeling Patriots all of a sudden. Looking at the Buffalo weather, Tim, on Saturday evening, how, what do you think the weather is going to be? If you, have you looked at it yet? Nope, I haven't. It's going to be around nine degrees Fahrenheit, which is like minus 12 Celsius. If wow. Canadians, that's, that's, rest of the world. That, that is the one thing cool. making me not locking in Buffalo in this game. Because I, I think it does depend on the wind more than anything. Like if you have a super cold game and it's not super windy, I still think that favors Buffalo. But the moment you kind of shrink the field for the Bills and make this like a smashing running game, that's no longer good for Buffalo. That directly favors the Patriots. Look, I've had a theory of the case all year that Buffalo Bills are a soft team and that when they play teams that can rough them up and play uh, hard-nosed football with them, the Bills don't win. And so you're asking me that I get Belichick and points in a playoff game against Josh Allen, who has lost his game already to the Patriots, irrespective of the circumstances. It was also a primetime game, and he lost it. And it's going to be really cold, and I think it's going to be a sort of a Cro-Magnon man football type of game, a very tough hard-nosed uh, slog i am going to take the the patriots i sorry my my afc east dna compels me to pick the patriots in this spot and i i think that's definitely the square side i i i, I appreciate that fact but that's where i'm going i really think new england wins this or at least at least covers the three in the hook uh and i think have an excellent shot to win the game the hook is kind of terrifying jeff because I like Buffalo a lot in this spot, but even in the game in New England, they almost would have blew the three and a half uh, during the comeback because the Bills got up by a bunch and then complacency set in. Then all of a sudden here come the Patriots. I just worry that, again, if the wind can't keep them down and Buffalo can just throw how they want to throw, I don't think the Patriots can keep up with them on the scoreboard. I don't think they have enough firepower. So we agree on that. I've been pro Patriot, uh, sorry, pro Bills in this Patriots Bills dynamic, at least as it pertains to to twenty twenty one season. And I'm not changing on that. I'm here to support the Buffalo Bills to go to the Super Bowl. So you're taking the Bills against the number then? Yeah, I, I'll lay the hook. All right, I, I'm doing it too. The coin is doing it too. It's just we've seen this game twice already. It feels like this game will look more like the game in... Nothing is going to look like that primetime game. Like, that was about as an extreme of a circumstance. It was the most weather-impacted game of the season. So just, you know, by everything else, that was such an outlier that even if this is cold and a little bit windy, it's probably not going to approach that. Would that be fair to say, Tim? Of course. But who has the better coach? The Patriots. Who has the better defensive players? The Patriots. I mean, are, uh, are we sure... Overall, yes, we know that Belichick has this lifetime. This is the same guy that just like punted from fourth and inches against the Dolphins and they lost the game. I don't think he really cared that much about the game against the Dolphins. And the week before, they managed to put up 50 points against the team that took care of Jacksonville and took care of Buffalo, or sorry, took care of Indianapolis and Buffalo earlier this year. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I really am relying on what I know and what I've experienced in my life by taking the Patriots here. This is sort of like I said, a DNA pick. Uh, we'll be cheering against the Patriots with all my heart. I would love, I don't care who they're playing. I want them to lose, but sorry, I've just, I've seen this game too many times 
and I expect the Patriots to win. And I will not believe that they are dead until they are dead. So. And I totally respect that as both a football fan and a degenerate gambler in some respects. You're just going to bet, say, uh, saving. A lot of people did that last night. Uh, you're just going to bet Billichek at plus money. You're just going to bet it. And it's funny because it was that weekend. That game was the Monday night after the Georgia-Bama game. And one of my buddies, who's just such a casual better, showed me his great parlay ticket of not the national championship, the regular season game of, of Georgia Saban money line with the Patriots money line in that Monday nighter. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you don't follow sports stories. So that's the easiest bet for you to make and it wins. And that's just so funny. And I get into the minutia and make losing bets overthinking things. Although it was on the, finally, I'm one of those losers that probably bet Georgia and like, all six of the losses. So I got and it's like getting my Tony Finau money back. I got my bulldog losses back last night, riding that train. I'm going to ride the bills. I'm riding the bills train. I think even if it's close, I think they can find a way um, to separate it. Mac Jones first playoff game. It's always, you know, it's a thing. It's also a great, it's a great Pizzola teaser game because you get to take it through uh, seven and 10 to 10 and a half here. Yeah, that that's um, fair as well, if that's what you want to do with it. But yeah, we're teasing them up to 10 and a half. Man, it'd be that cold. The, the, cold, it's, the cold doesn't bother me. Like I say, it's the wind that would bother me. It was the wind that bother me because the Patriots play in a cold. No, I'm just get myself in a fantasy land thinking like, what would I have done? How would I have handled that you would have stayed home yeah i was gonna say if i was you i would have just stayed at home if this was the chargers game and it was gonna be four degrees in fucking buffalo are you kidding me (laughs) yeah that would have been miserable and you would have been happier home wrapped up warm being able to well that's the other part too who wants to make that trip i always think about it like so i want to make that trip and then they lose the game and it's like i can't just go to the to i can't just go to the bottle the binger and the pillow like i gotta I got to uh, travel home to the worst. Yeah. yeah and, worst. and I'm sure that uh, crossing the border, the land border right now is not moving super smooth. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it'd be, a, it'd be a disaster, but I know, I know people, I bet you, we know a few crazies that are going this week, Pat. Oh, I a hundred percent. I know there's a bunch of people that are going down for the game. It sounds like fun. If I want to go to a game in Buffalo, I bet you I'd pick September for that time. to. Be. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. We're, you know, it might the not, be, it might not be so cold that we I went, won't feel it. When did we go Tim? like week nine or November. something? No, yeah. We went November, uh, remembrance day weekend and it was really cold then. Yeah, it was, it was not great. <laughs> A lot of lot of ordering and no beer and just really really warm coffee didn't help that I yes, was up to like six a.m. at Seneca Casino smoking cigs and talking to Patrick Kane's old head coach. Yes, but they did have a Tim Hortons there at at uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium, so that was able to keep us warm during the game. All right, next one is going to be Philadelphia at Tampa Bay, kicking off Sunday the early game. Bucks are favored by eight and a half at home, forty nine is the over-under in this game. It's going to be tough to make a really compelling case for the Eagles. I suppose you could say that they covered this number earlier this year when they lost to the Bucks at home. That was also in Philadelphia. And 
as we've seen throughout the course, I mean, they were my on the best bets show last week. They were my silver pick were the Buccaneers. Just when they're at home, they cover these big numbers. And I, but the uh, Buccaneers are falling apart. That's are, what I've been reading. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I saw they put Dick Sherman on the IR. Not that they had him anyway. But as the kind of the case that I made last week for the Buccaneers is, yeah, they're down guys. Obviously, we know that Godwin's done. Brown's not coming back through the door, but you still have Gronk and you still have Mike Evans. Like that's as good as basically every other team anyway. They just don't have the super team coming out of the backfield at the wide receiving core. And the guys that they're filling in with, Brady makes that type of guy a whole lot better when he still has two studs around him. Like Perriman's not going to be Godwin or Antonio Brown, but he can be pretty good. Tower Johnson can be pretty good. Cameron Brake can still be a red zone threat with everyone focusing on Evans and Gronk. Like those two guys really open everything up. Len, uh, playoff Lenny's probably coming back this week out of the backfield. Although Keyshawn Vaughn's been like, all right, filling in. I like the Bucks here. I, I'm going like Charlie Chalk City here uh, and taking some of these big favorites. But I, I think the Bucks just have too much fire power uh, for the Eagles to overcome for the Eagles to win this game and cover the number maybe they can do it because they put in a pretty half-hearted effort into week 18 when they got blown out by Dallas that doesn't really make a difference but they haven't beat anyone good all season long maybe they've been able to cover a couple spreads that's usually been at home but when they win and they win big it's because they run all over everyone (laughs) if there's a team really designed to not let you run all over them it's the Buccaneers thank you Yeah, yeah, and, and the league did them a huge favor by putting them at two o'clock Atlantic time, giving Brady an early game, not a primetime game. I'm sure he's delighted, right? He doesn't thrive well at, at late games. He got an early game. This was a great break for him. The, the problems you were describing that people are talking about Tampa, it's not that they're, they're not real, but they're, they're a problem for next week when they have to deal with a Dallas or a Rams. They're not a problem this week against the Eagles, who are – like last year's Bears in the playoffs, sure, but like a testament to the fact that the expanded playoffs was a bad idea. Uh, Eagles are not good enough to really be a playoff team, and Tampa really shouldn't have to play this week. And I, I think Tampa takes care of them quite easily, dispatches them without much difficulty. It's going to be the worst game of the week. And, and, and I'm saying something because the Steelers are playing the Chiefs. It's still going to be the worst <laughs> game of the week. Uh, I, I think Tampa wins this game comfortably and will tease them all the way down to uh, uh, minus uh, one and a half. I do. So we've got. So- I, I I do worry that this eight and a half is perfectly in the teaser zone for anyone who wants to make a teaser for this week. That could Hurts be? Oh yeah. Could, could Hurts really throw a wrench into this? Just have a ceiling Hurts game, and not to say that Philly outright wins the game. I mean, listen. What what is it like seventy thirty that the Bucks win versus the Eagles win? Something like that. When you start looking at the implied odds, maybe it's a little bit less than that. But the Hurts factor of covering this number late could be pretty good. Eh, I guess. Um, the Bucks will 100% be on my weekend teaser, and I'm tempted to lay this number. Like you, we seem, or both of you, we seem to share the group think, or maybe we've just kind of been thrown off by a couple loud voices telling us the Eagles are live and have a chance in this game. I know I've been seeing that. Uh, I need to be proven wrong here because you nailed it for me, Pat. Eagles play their best. They've been their best when they can run the football. Tampa is the absolute best at stopping that. Um, Yeah, the Eagles, look at the teams they've beaten. They haven't beaten a playoff team or a playoff quarterback this year. Their wins and loss disparity, while they won more than they lost, just shows that they struggle with stepping up in class big time. So this is it. This is the defending champions i have no interest in betting philadelphia 
they win congratulations and we get to talk about them one more week but it's another team that you know this is a great accomplishment for them Jalen Hurts gets to play his playoff game Nick Sirianni and his flower planting (laughs) he gets a playoff game I'm Steve-O in the ER the Eagles are like the student who all semester has been getting super lucky on a couple of pop quizzes, guessing the right answers. Well, they sit beside the, the, the final, they sit beside exactly. the chubby girl who's but good now, at homework. But now the final exam has come. <laughs> now the final exam has come due, and they are going to find they're out to sea very quickly and uh, and and fail it. My biggest problem would be, and I know this very uh, very exclusively, Tim, you've been watching these games with me because I've been betting the Eagles against the number against some of these bad All teams. The but just like they had a horrible first half and lost to the Giants 13-7. to They had a horrible first half, even in the Jets game. Like they were up, that was the Minshew game. They got up a bit early in that game and just kind of cruised the entire time. That game when Washington had no one, that was a game until the second half. That Giants game was a game until the second half. The Washington game, even two weeks ago, was a game until the second half. And they really did nothing last week in the first half. I just don't feel like that strategy is going to work against the Bucs, who tend to come no. out flying at home. No, exactly. That sooner or later they're going to get they were going to catch an opponent that they couldn't play like that again. What is their win of 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 record? They don't have one. They it, literally it, it, don't it, have. It, it's, I'm not it's even the, trying it, to. It's, it's, it's the Saints game. It's either no. It's the Saints. It's, it's the Saints game. They beat them forty nine to twenty nine. That's probably their best right. win. Okay. Well, it has to be. So they have against a winning team. And, and to look at it, when you just even think about covering percentage against the losses that they had, they didn't cover against the 49ers, they didn't cover against the Cowboys, they didn't cover against the Chiefs, they they covered against the Bucks by like a point at home, they didn't cover against the Raiders, they didn't cover against the Chargers, they, and they didn't cover against the Cowboys in Week 18. Those are all the playoff teams that they played. So they went like 1-6. and six oh, uh, The Chargers didn't make the playoffs, but I appreciate oh, you including us. Sorry about winning that. record, winning record teams. How about that? <laughs> They're good quarterback teams, teams with good quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Hertz can most definitely cover this late, I think, or you get into a situation where what are the teams that have given Brady the most problems? They're teams that generate a lot of pressure with four guys. The, <laughs> Eagle, the Eagles do do that. Like they can cause some problems for Brady. And then all of a sudden you're stuck in that weird Brady loop where you're like halfway through the first quarter. It's like, oh my God, it's one of these bad Brady games. I don't know what to do. He might throw three picks. Even if that's the case, the Bucks could still potentially win. Like they would need to generate a short field early or score on the first drive and then effectively run the ball and convert all these third and sevens where Hertz ends up running it. Or they find Devonta Smith down the field. It just feels like too much needs to go right. I don't think, I mean, listen, you couldn't run on the Saints that year that Marshawn Lynch ran all over them and Seattle ended up winning but at least that game was in Seattle yeah no it's true so bucks for the three of us the coin is going with Philadelphia I worry that this is the trap game of the weekend though almost like that Chiefs Denver game last week the one that maybe that that the Broncos ended up covering but if you would if you would tease the Chiefs down on Saturday all of a sudden you didn't win that teaser it definitely is the most, uh, it's the hinge game for betting this week. I think everybody's parlays and teasers are going to crash for the Buccaneers. So, yeah, but I think you're right. Well, halfway point of the show, because we only got six games to talk. That means we need to get to a Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. 
he should be president of the United States, but it's Cuz Conan, it's Cuz Conan, Cuz Conan. <laughs> well, I want to bring up something that's been frustrating me recently, is and it, I don't understand. Is the it your technology voter fraud? Now. Listen, again, thank you to the people who are showing support for the campaign and just really strongly believe in their candidate. I won't say any old word about them. Now, you don't even discourage the fraud. I did. Dis- I said he's, I he's, 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 he's pulling a Trump here. He's, you know, there, there are very good people who are voting, whether you're voting good or voting bad. Uh, you know, there's just very good people voting. I, I just encourage also, people to vote. you know what? On the note, I don't mean to interrupt because everyone's really excited, self-included, what you're going to talk about. When people see these people who, you know, partake in Tim's enthusiasm for voting for me, just I beg you to go look at their accounts. I (laughs) beg you to go look at the accounts of the people that, you know, put are putting air in Tim's tires on the Internet. So they're a basket of deplorables. Is that what you're saying, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Must be nice in your ivory tower of quote unquote sanity to look down at the people and judge them not worthy no, of voting. I look down from my tower of self-awareness. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, sure. Yeah. Vote Jeff, everybody. Now, what I was gonna say was something that's been frustrating me recently, and I don't understand how it works, is I can't stand updates on my phone and computer. And I wish I could get a computer and phone where I didn't have to ever, ever, ever have to deal with updates. Why am I constantly having to update my computer or phone and it takes space on the device and you need to update this and update that? It's always requesting it. It's a hassle. It's anxiety inducing. I don't know if things are just going to disappear off my phone or disappear from my computer after the update's done. It always scares me to no end. I hate updates to all the apps. I hate updates. Can't we just make products in 2022 that don't require a million updates? Like, Update one thing a year max and just let me go about my life without updates. I don't understand it. I don't understand why I can't just buy a phone that never needs updates. When was the last the time that you update? It. Yeah. When was the last time you updated your computer or your phone and it erased something on your phone? I, I, I'm always afraid that the new software functioning system, whatever is going to like hide stuff where I don't know where it is. Like it, it's, it's a real concern. Has that ever I happened? I look forward to the updates because I think it means they're bettering the fix. Like when I see PGA Tour app has an update, I'm like, oh, maybe they're fixing I just don't update something. them. I won't update things for months and months and months and months at a time. You're running suboptimally. I just, I'm, I'm afraid. Of what? I'm simply afraid. I just, I don't want it to like crash. I don't want it. What happens if I maximize and use up all my space? How do I get the old space back? You, well, you, what, do you mean? what are you talking about? Like, I don't know if like, I'm running this operating system and then I have to like update to the new system and that takes up space too. How do I get the old space back? So from the new space? Are you saying you don't, you want it to update, but you just don't want to be notified or ask for your permission or you simply don't want it updated. Don't make it good enough that you don't need to be updating it. How about no, that? But see, this isn't like a product. That, that's the beauty of the technology is that the engineers can always be working on making it better and well, solving make it problems. Better. Just make it better to start with. How about that? Beta test it so that it's good to go when you release it to me so that I never have to be sullied with having to deal with clicking yes for updates and then wondering, oh my God, is tonight the night my computer's going to shut down and I have to do all those updates and I might not remember this, how to get back in. Or I don't know. I, I hate your example. Just as an example of somebody, like I play PlayStation 5. 
and you get a game and they're always updating it. They're oh, making the glitches. They're no, they're the making worst. they're fixing it. Fix it the first time. Fix it the first time. I, I like that you're running all these apps on your phone that are like a year out of date and probably wondering why they're really slow or crash all the time. Well, I just don't want to update them because I'm afraid they'll like delete or like if I've got stuff st- saved as I, I don't I don't understand why you, that would affect you since it's never happened to you before. It can happen. Can you it? know it can happen. Can it happen? I, I get the feeling that Tim only updates when it's a forced update. It's like this yes. app or this program yes. will not work yes. anymore unless you update One, it, sir. 100%. You're insane. I click, I click to ask me tomorrow, ask me tomorrow, ask me tomorrow, ask me tomorrow. As long yes as I, I won't do it. I just like, you know what? I am comfortable with what I've got. I understand what I've got. And I am absolutely petrified that whatever change they make, I won't understand and I won't know how to navigate or things will be lost or destroyed or they'll like fizzle away in the internet or something. I don't know. They'll, fi- it, I find they'll fizzle very- away on in the internet. What, what are you worried about? The McDonald's app is going to corrupt your phone. Like Domino's is going to, is going to break app. you. I have all these points now saved on my McDonald's app. I am absolutely beside <laughs> myself afraid. That if that thing needs to update and I can't remember my password like the Twitter that time, that I'll just lose all my points. It'll be gone. Why? Because they needed to update something. No, make it good the first time so that you don't hassle me, the consumer, with having to deal with all these updates. I don't You're understand. You're probably going to need an update to play Virtual Monopoly. In 2022, I don't understand why we need to have all these updates. Just make it right the first time, for heaven's sake. feel like you don't really understand how technology works. Yeah, I do understand it. how it works. Do, they do, just don't do you? These people don't think it's a burden on us, the consumer, to have to be constantly dealing with the stress of updating everything all the time. They just update it for us automatically by just having it done right the first time. And if there is a fix, you know, sometimes made, the updates, the, there's like a security layer. There's like a new there's new technology that wasn't even available when the app was created. Now it's available. The engineers can use it or it's attainable to them like on. Like, yes, I'm using the gaming aspect of it, but there's security aspects of it, like, say, with your banking or any sort of PayPal. And yeah, I, don't I know you don't use anything. You're afraid you only receive packages. You wouldn't know how to send one on the yeah, Amazon. Well, I don't use but... any apps for my banking or anything. I log into the website of the bank to do all that. I don't use the apps. I don't the, the, use what, what, is, what is the difference between the two? You're okay with using online banking, but you won't use the app on your phone? I won't use the app. I won't use apps for money at all. I, I will go on the website on my computer, which I feel is more secure. Why Why do, do you feel like that's more secure? Theoretically, I just do. As long as you're not part as long as long as you're not part of an unsecured network when you're trying to go into it, you're on your Wi-Fi or your data, then your app is probably more secure because it's encrypted on your iPhone. I don't trust the apps, okay? I don't trust them. What do you have against trusting the apps versus trusting a website? Because as you just just said, you get technology. Please explain that to me. I just, I just don't think the apps are as, I mean, you just said it, Jeff, they need to be updated like seven times a day for security features. When was the last time you saw an app? Websites are being updated too, though. You're just not. Yeah, like it's they're not different... hassling me. They're not hassling me. There's no stress about that. What stress? It's a button that, like, I'm doing it right now. Go to my app store. Boom. Update all. Actually, oh, I just didn't. Oh, I never do that. I, I, Pat, I never, ever do he that. Actually, he actually prolongs the stress because by not updating it, he's constantly asked, therefore getting constantly triggered. If he just got triggered on the initial but still accepted hitting yes, 
it wouldn't show up constantly. What if it takes up too much space on my computer? It shows up constantly. It, del- it, del- it deletes the previous version, later. Tim. It deletes no, it the previous Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Tim. <laughs> I tried a few weeks ago, and it, my computer said, oh, you can't because you don't have any space to do the update for your software. Yeah, but once you put the update in, it deletes the one that was previously there. So you had to. Well, like, it wouldn't let me go forward with it. What do you it have? Me. What do you have on your computer that's taking up so much? Probably space? never I, deleted anything. Yeah, have you ever deleted anything? I tried to delete like some old Word documents and stuff. Yeah, that, 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 that's not taking up a bunch of space, pal. The smallest files. I don't know what I. I mean, I guess I back up my phone on my computer. Why don't you just get the cloud? I don't trust the cloud. Why? I don't understand the cloud. I don't know what the cloud. I don't know the cloud. I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't know it. I'm one of these people who, when you go into the store to get a new phone, which I'm due for, by the way, but I'm terrified to do, I get them to do all the stuff backing up for me right there on the site. Oh, I watch them do this for an old lady. I, I have to get them to do it for me because I'm just afraid. And also, my phone is due for an upgrade. but It's been due for a few months. And I just can't. I Just the idea of going through what I went through last time when all my worst fears which came through. Which was your fault. Your own fault. Your own fault. Just, I, I just can't do it. I just, I absolutely, it, it causes me to be self-inflicted trauma. Self-inflicted yeah. trauma. Yeah, you had user error, not machine error. <laughs> well, but whatever, whoever caused the error, there was error, and I like get sick to my stomach thinking, "Oh my god, what if it all goes wrong again?" Well, you just know what, what if not, it goes you wrong. Know, you actually have the experience to know what not to do now. Like. Just back up my phone for me so that all my text messages are still on my phone. And like, oh my God, are all all your like lifetime texts saved on your computer? What do you mean? Like if you back up everything onto your computer, are you downloading like all your text, like the millions of texts that you've sent onto your hard drive? I don't know. I'm just backing up everything. It's probably where all your space is going. Why would I not want to keep my text messages? Why would you Otherwise, want would... to keep your text messages? Well, how would I know what I sent people in the past? Like you I, don't like, even know how to. Text? You don't even know how to look up text that you've sent. What's the difference? I just scroll back. So you need the text yeah, like, from five years ago, then? I, I suppose I don't need five years ago text, but I wouldn't even know how to begin to delete those. Again, this sounds more like a user error than a machine error. Just update your fucking apps. It'll make everything run way smoother. These are things they should have taught us in school. I should have learned these things. Tim, when we were in school, like, you remember my first, like, smartphone, that weird Samsung? Oh, yes, that, that, that terrible. Okay, so that, that's a fair point. I guess they couldn't have taught us this in <laughs> school. I, I retract that statement now that I've given it more than three seconds thought. Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I'm Why didn't they teach of... your ancestors how to drive, Tim? <laughs> I am in some technological anxiety every day when I have to click that no tomorrow button, hoping that tomorrow won't be the day it forces me to do it. But if you just do it, like, I understand. I don't want to do it. Okay, but hold on. Now that we've established that it bothers you. It does. Which is, which is in and of itself insane, and it's your right. The cost-benefit analysis would then say just get it over with instead of being bothered every day because it's going to ask you because it needs – it's a machine. It's like it wants to breathe better. So it's like please let us breathe better. Let us fix self-medicate. Just kind of hope it goes away. Yeah, it won't. 
So this is what I've been going through. They should make software such that it doesn't need constant updates. You don't understand what software means, like what, how it works. No, well, no, just, I, I was I, I told by Tim 15 minutes ago that he understands technology pretty well. Would you rather them just say this app is now optimal? Um, this app is now def- deficient, defunct, expired. Now just go download the new one. Yes, every- absolutely. Absolutely. I'd rather delete the uh, the app that I've got and re-download. The same and download the new one. Yeah, I'd rather do that than have to deal with updates. A hundred times out of a hundred. That would be far more convenient for me. <laughs> how is Absolutely. that more how is that more convenient? Because then I'm not updating the app. Don't you see? But I'm downloading a new one. So just as just in a microcosm, like how triggered do you get? Because you know, for us golf nerds. The major championships oh. have their own apps. Oh, they're but un- they they're, run un- into unbearable. so many troubleshooting. Si- like, we have to update those, like, five times in the weekend to get them to work properly. Exactly. Make an app that works. You guys, we're all on the same side here, basically. Make an app that doesn't require a bunch of updates. Most, when the US- mo- most apps do not require multiple updates a day because they're non-functional, like all of the golf major apps outside of the master's one. Your normal run-of-the-mill app that you use on your phone, what do you have, like three apps on your phone or something? They probably ask well, you to update once, like once every month or something like that. Because no, here's the thing, too. It's not that you know to make one app and then you know that's it forever. Like there are new features on the app. It can do more. It runs faster. It takes up less bandwidth on your phone, thus helping your battery life last longer. Like these are all things that go into the updates. They make them more efficient as time goes along. And really, honestly, like you're talking about a complete system update, right? Of your phone, like it has a new operating system on your phone or your computer. Yes. You're not talking about going to the app store and just hitting update all at like every morning. I don't like doing that either. Why I'm not? Wait, app- like it just takes like two seconds. Yeah, but I'm afraid like my favorites will be unsaved or well, something. Well, you shouldn't or- feel that way because it's fucking moronic. What's your or favorite? Like- Dolphins Reddit? Like you're going to have to go retrack how to find the webpage? Dolphins Reddit is not a website. It's a subreddit on Reddit, which is an app. I'm not a moron, Jeff. But like I have all these fast food apps now because you get all the points. And I'm always terrified when I see that little cloud that says it needs to update that I'm going to do that and then not be able to log into my app and all those points of like. What, why, would, giving... why wouldn't you be able to log into your app? Because I don't remember the password. Well, maybe write down your password. Put it this way. No, make, make you it... told me never write down your password so you don't get stolen. Yes. Okay. You know there's an app. You, that you does are you are correct. Don't you. be writing down like your banking passwords. I think if you're if it's a bit different, you can write down your fucking McDonald's app password. Think that's gonna be okay. If you're <laughs> really that funny. concerned about losing it. And here's the Pat, thing. His points. It, his he, points. Yeah, the points are fine. You can probably get those to the website too, not just the app, can't you? I don't know. I only know how to use the app because they scan the thing now. Although at McDonald's, they don't. You give a four-letter number code now when you go. Oh, you, I was going to say, do you do you have, have you given any of these apps your payment info? Absolutely not. They all have mine. I wouldn't here. give anybody that. I'm not dealing with that. No, sirree. No, so you don't app. even use the McDonald's app? Like for... You collect points so that you can get free stuff yeah but you 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 just stand there and wait you could order it way in advance like way in advance while you're waiting in line i don't want to do that why not i want it fresh i know it's been made fresh because i just no it's still fresh it doesn't it doesn't send the order uh through until you're within range of their wi-fi i don't want them knowing where i am see so you want them tracking my my wi-fi data i don't want them. it's their wi-fi 
I don't want to hook onto their Wi-Fi. Their I don't, I've heard that if you hook onto like coffee shops or restaurants Wi-Fi, you can get your identity stolen. So I don't do that. So no, I don't want them to have my Wi-Fi data or their Wi-Fi data. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to play that game. I'll just go through the drive-thru or into the store, thank you, and order. That'll be far more efficient and safe for I, I, oh, Can you explain to me how that's far more efficient? Please, you're on the clock. I'm there. I show up when I'm actually there ready to get my food. I order it. I know I'm getting it hot and fresh that minute. I get the food and I leave. Not, oh, I'm going to put it in now and then my order will sit around in some invisible list and then the internets will just know that my presence is getting closer through some magic of the cloud or whatever that I'm like within their perimeter and then they'll start to or that that's just a bunch of nonsense I'm not interested in that do you do think you... that the internet is magic it is kind of magic but like, do, do you think it, it operates on the principles of magic like we're in game of thrones no, I don't believe that, but it's as if it were magic, because I don't know how it works. Yeah, very clearly, you do not. I, don't we, think, well, I think, I think we've established that over the past 20 minutes. I think most of us don't know how it works. Tim, last show, you confessed that you would forbid, you don't even know how, you forbid to get on the phone and make a reservation. <laughs> I, just, I, I find it to be a very uncomfortable... So I just have a random question. Have you ever... Do you make your servants book your tea times? I can book my tea times through most of the places these days. You can book your tea times electronically. In most places, most, most, have your most, payment info? most restaurants can do that too. Yeah, you're right. I just, I, honestly, I don't book a lot of tea times to begin with. Usually yeah. it's other. Yeah. It's the rest of us who put in our credit card info to book the tea time. Good. Yeah. I, I, I'm not comfortable doing that, but I mean, it's just, that's just how I feel. I don't, don't, Tim is still like Pat. Like we all had them. We all had, you know, obviously I guess I, you know, twisted my parents' arms hard enough when I was younger. Like, no, I need your credit card to buy these concert tickets or something. But Tim is still like that friend's mom from like 98 who is a like thinks, you know, trying to buy our lady peace tickets. Her credit card is going to get scammed forever. Yes, this is exactly who he is. He might not even have reached that level yet. Like he's like in 1991 where like the Internet sounds like goblins to me. They'll steal my identity. No, well, there is something. No, one wants, to, no one wants to steal your fucking identity, pal. Imagine, it me, is a imagine how cursed someone would be. You're basically like that gypsy and drag me to hell. Think about if someone <laughs> stole your identity. I reject the premise of that statement. <laughs> anyway, these are the things that have been on my mind this week. Well, vote for Tim. And, uh, vote for Jeff. Let's get to the late set of game. Actually, no, yeah, middle game on Sunday, San Francisco at Dallas. I'm going to keep up my uh, square talking here because Dallas is minus three. Fifty and a half is the over under. I'm actually quite excited for this game. Not, I don't normally have a whole lot of nostalgia like I'm Tim, but this feels like a, a 90s playoff game to me, Tim. Totally. This is a multiple NFC championship game. <clears throat> this is old school NFC football, uh, 100%. So, and, Go ahead, Jeff. If you're our age, and I mean, people are older, have their different entry points. But for me, this is the quintessential like Madden memories. Totally. NFC 49er cowboy games on Fox. Uh, you know, I'm later to it than you like you know, Fox bots and 
all that stuff. And then we had those great, you know, Packer 49er Packer Cowboy playoff games with Favre. But these Packer, these nostalgia aspect of it, like these are the Madden gateway games for me in many respects. I agree. And my football gateway games in many. Somehow respects. CBS has an NFC playoff game. I don't quite know how that works. I, I think they get to draft the games that they want. Yeah, uh, they changed it a couple years ago. Yeah, Tim. like they get to pick okay. like each network has like an order and they get to pick through which games they want. Okay, fair enough. And I would the ratings. I I I would guess this. I would guess this was the first pick. (laughs) Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, how how could it not be? I assume the ratings for this will be close to the best of the year uh, when it comes. Well, no, the the Steelers Chiefs game will probably get bigger ratings just because it's the Sunday. I think I don't. I mean, well, but like the Sunday night slot. What's that? Cowboys Raiders at this time of day on Thanksgiving outdid the uh, the the thanksgiving primetime game so sure but i think that's a bit different because that's thanksgiving a lot of people go to like bed early because they're drunk or they're too tired that that's in like optimal and that's that's also a gathering mm-hmm. too like that's what you do on thanksgiving I, it could be pretty comparable it's just like, i actually am gonna lean with tim here when there's not like other parts of the slate i think the game that goes through dinner time on a sunday is actually proven is actually the um you you might you may be correct especially with these two teams and dallas specifically being in it uh but although the steelers being in the late game kind of helps as well like it's a oh it does of course rub the bend we have the yeah the hall of famer versus mahomes i'm with you in saying that this is the game i'm most excited to watch this week it's going to be a lot of fun um and it's a very tough when i said i liked five of the six games this week this is the game i like the least in terms of like picking uh, I have the least confident. In fact, you know, if I was smart, I would just leave this off my teaser altogether. You should, but maybe you should. But I'm not. But I'm not smart, uh, and we'll be teasing it up to ten. So at least, so I'm going to take San Francisco against the spread, and uh, I'm going to take them against the number too. Or, sorry, uh, we're teasing them, and I'm going to pick them plus three too. I don't know. There's something about this Dallas team that leaves me a bit cold. And it's beyond what I can explain. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know, two of their last three games, they put up 50 points and, and looked fantastically. But I don't know. It's like, I know they're, I mean, they're, they're so poorly coached. And I, I just feel like that's going to rear its ugly head at some point. I don't think Dallas is advantaged that much by playing at home. I don't think this is a team that thrives off that crowd. And the 49ers should be able to, much like they did in the second, third, and fourth quarters against the Rams, run the ball, play pretty good defense, minimize the mistakes. Uh, you know, Jimmy G has just as much, if not, he has more playoff experience than Dak, I do believe, or just as much. I mean, it's going to be a tough game if the Niners get down early. If they get down like they did last week, I don't know that they can pull that rabbit out of the hat twice in a row. I think that was a one-time-only performance. They've got to keep it close to, to get it close. And then if it comes down to it, they, they've got they've got a lot of playmakers too. I don't know. It's all very hard. I, I feel the least compa- – I'm least compelled to pick in this game, and I will take San Francisco only because when in doubt, I suppose one should take points rather than lay them. I, I like the Niners plus three as well. This might be just uh, 
me trying to ride Jeff, our NFC and Super Bowl futures on the 49ers, which, yeah, we're looking a lot better now. We got them at 60 to 1. They're 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Probably still not going to win the Super Bowl, but hey, we, we got great closing line value on that futures odds. We we got it at the very bottom of the market. Now it's probably at the very top of the market because if they lose, obviously they are done in this game. But the biggest strength of the 49ers is the biggest weakness of Dallas. Dallas has very few weaknesses, but their run defense is not good. And that's all the 49ers are going to try to do in this game is just run the ball down their throats. It's, it could end up being a lot like this Buccaneers game. Or even that Cincinnati game that I talked about, that if Dallas does to San Francisco, even what the Rams did to them last week and jump up to this lead, I actually have more faith that Dallas can run the ball a little bit better just because their offensive line is so good. They can run downhill on you and actually milk the clock, and Dak won't do stupid things like Stafford and just start giving you the ball for major opportunities. That If Dallas can jump up early, I think that they're good here. I do think that San Francisco wins the game outright, though. I think they'll be able to control the clock. My biggest fear in this game is the opportunistic deep pass defense of Dallas. Like, Diggs has, like, three picks or something like that, and Jimmy G just absolutely melts down. Yeah, that is the big fear in this game. But this is another game where the spread feels light in some respects. I very pro 49er and hope they can establish a ceiling. And I do think to your point, Pat, we're going to know, well, I don't know if you said this, but I do think we're going to know pretty early what kind of game this is going to be. Uh, You know, I think, you know, in some respects, sort of like the charger game from Sunday, like once they sort of don't establish, if Dallas doesn't establish themselves early, you're going to be like, Oh man, this thing feels like it's, it's on. Um, I'm hoping for the 49ers because I got the future, but I'm going to be the one guy here that says this doesn't feel like a large spread. Dallas is just game breakers everywhere. Uh, it does feel like I am, you know, sort of to Tim's point, like they have survived despite McCarthy the whole year in some respects. Will there be that moment that just blows up on them or will they keep riding the wave? I guess for the purposes of this, I'm going to lay lay the short home points and ask Dallas to, to, to play like their stars. I think this is going to be the, like, along with the Raiders, I could see if, if the chalk hits on Saturday, this is the Sunday game where people are taking the underdog. Now that's not, you know, crazy to say because it's by far the shortest spread but i think that you'll see people take the bucks minus eight and a half chiefs minus 12 and a half and like 49ers money line i think that's going to be a very common play this weekend and those are the sides that i'm on so the public doesn't generally win all that much so it feels like i should pivot and go to dallas here but i just san francisco doesn't have any really glaring weakness they're just not great at any one thing where Dallas is really good at some things, but it feels like they're really bad at other things at the same time too. And are we convinced that Dak is fine just because he lit up the Eagles like third stringers in week 18? Because no. before that he didn't look so hot, but I don't know. I take that as they really wanted to get some positive momentum and, and they certainly did that, uh, but I'm not fully convinced one bit. Nope. Pittsburgh and Kansas City is the Sunday night game. I was looking at the biggest discrepancies between like how good teams are versus how bad teams are in the playoffs. Obviously, this is the biggest gap between the two. The Chiefs are favored by 12 and a half points. 46 is the over-under. I can't... I think we talked about this on last week's show. If this ended up being the game, how do you... What would have to be the line where you wouldn't take the Chiefs? And, I mean, the Chiefs didn't look very good against Denver. Like, 
Give me a path to the Steelers covering this game, Tim. How badly does Patrick Mahomes have to play? Uh, special teams or or Mahomes has to play poorly. Maybe the Steelers, Raymond McLeod takes one back. Uh, they get a fumble recovery for a touchdown. A pick just bounces up in yeah, the exactly. like right off Kelsey's chest, like exactly bounce that, up that. right into a lap, and they're right in first and goal, you know, right away from and, something and, like and that. And the Chiefs have been really unlucky this year with that sort of stuff. So, like, it wouldn't be like the world's biggest shocker either if everything once again conspired against them to lose a game. But I like the Steelers, or sorry, I like the Chiefs here. I'm going to tease them down. I think they cover by 14 like i think they win by 14 or 17 so you say what the number would have to be if that number got to 14 and a half you could talk me into maybe backing the steelers but at 12 and a half i cannot I, i've got to take the chiefs and what teams. was the spread a month ago it was like nine oh, wasn't it yeah it was certainly less than this yeah i i would need i don't know 14 and a half i'd still probably take the chiefs i'm with you and pittsburgh doesn't Pittsburgh feels like, and listen, maybe Pittsburgh Pittsburgh does have a good defense when it wants to. Uh, if Watt continues to harass Mahomes, maybe you get into a lucky turnover. But, like, the run defense sucks. The pass defense sucks. But the biggest factor here is that, like, all of these other teams, like, when you can point to them. That's why, like, even if it was the Chargers in this spot, that, like, oh, the Chargers might be able to go toe-to-toe offensively with them. Like, maybe they can put up 35 points on the offensive side and give Kansas City a run. We've seen that twice this year. The Raiders probably get absolutely waxed, as we've seen by the Chiefs every single time. The Bills can put up points. The Patriots will just find a way to make the game competitive. And of all the different potential matchups that you could have, like, it feels like Pittsburgh just can't score enough points to keep up. Like, what are they going to score, 13 points? That's not going to win. Maybe it gets no. you a cheap cover, but... Even then, probably not. Yeah, I mean, thirty-one twenty would be the way they'd cover the game, right? If one would imagine, like and that's maximizing their point potential. I guess, like, what sort of game would Najee have to have? If you found out the cheat, the 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 Steelers even lost by four to seven points, like how great of a game are you assuming Najee had? Probably I certainly phenomenal. would expect the Steelers to have held the ball for forty minutes. That's their path. Like Najee, 37 carries for 162 yards and two touchdowns or something. And look, you drafted him in the first round for that exact, this exact situation. I guess you're right. So they're going to play army ball. You should play army ball against the chiefs. I would. You drafted him in the first round. Quarterback dust. Tim Anderson football, three for 10, baby. That's right. right. If I were the Steelers, I'd be putting the ball in the air 10 times and the rest I would just be running. And you can catch I'm, them off guard if you lull them to sleep with that running game. Like you, they got good receivers. Exactly. And ben, can, you, know, you hit him on. You a know, quick I step. guess you got to keep that throw under like sixteen yards for him <laughs> yeah. to make make it look a fit. Catch him on a crossing route, and next thing you know, it's a touchdown. That's. I mean, I think we're trying to talk ourselves more into Pittsburgh. Ben, honestly, this is really. I don't know. I've been really nice, and hopefully, the future is still good for him. And it's not a week where Feinberg can throw any stones. But watching Ben and Tua play, I'm not my only comparison. Oh, that Tua is, is Tua is a Hall of Famer. Ball more than 20 yards, it literally looks like they're putting everything in their body into the throw. Did you yeah. know, Jeff, that Tua had as many wins as Zach Wilson passing touchdowns? Tua's got wins. <laughs> Tua's got more wins than Herbert. Tua can win games. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he's, you know, he's, Tua he's, and Herbert have won the exact like 
Tua played a winning, winning in playoff game last year. Herbert played one this year. They both freaking lost. So I, it's not like I have, you know, it is what it is on that note, but just like watching him at the throw, get more than 15 air yards. It literally looks like his entire body is going into the throw. The the path to Pittsburgh in this game is week one against the bills. That's the game that they need to play. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I there's a 10% yeah. chance of it happening. I you're, just, you're, you're, I, I just look at like the similar type teams outside of the bills. That was week one. It was wonky. They had that punt return or punt block touchdown and the bills just looked all out of sorts. Then they got their shit together for the rest of the season, basically outside of a few hiccups here and there. But every time that the Steelers have played this type of team, they've just been fucking routed. Like the Bengals beat the shit out of them twice. The chiefs beat the shit out of them. The chargers beat the shit out of them and let them like come back at the end of the game. So it yeah. made the game closer than the Vikings even did the, that, right? The, the Vikings did it too. Like the Vikings just, well, they lost to the Vikings, but yeah, the Vikings got up by like 30 in that game. Like any team with like a good offense just comes out and racks up points. Yeah. They play this very malaise defense where you can, if you use motion on them, you can get your primary target lined up against like a coverage linebacker. Um, it's forever. What? You just said they have a malaise defense malaise forever. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying, like, there's not, they're not hard to sort of ski. No, they're not. You're right. You're into right. a matchup pre-snap. As you've seen, all these good quarterbacks, they get their premier targets wide open. Um, we were joking in the middle of the year almost that Pittsburgh was a confidence builder for teams passing games. Yeah. Another example that the playoff expansion was a terrible idea. The Steelers but are it, not but it's, but it's not a terrible idea because now we get a Monday night football game. Like, more football is good. I, 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 not I, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I want to see like six games. is Awesome. I love this for wildcard weekend. We get more games to bet on more games to watch. I like football. So I like to watch football. Sometimes less is angry folks triggered. I just, I think that the, we've now two years in a row, we've seen the, of the four teams that were the seven seeds. One of those four had a legitimate case to be a, a playoff caliber team. And it just seems dumb. I, I prefer it's not the system's fault. The chargers are dickless. I think that the, well, the chargers would have been a six seed had they won. I, I would have preferred to see, uh, you know, just two teams with a bye, like the playoffs. We always knew I was, I was happier with that. Cause, cause that's how it was. I just like when fewer teams make the playoffs. I, I like the playoffs to be harder to get into than easier. I do always, I did feel that six is the perfect number. It was, it was the perfect number. I always felt, you know, baseball was just so exclusive and difficult. And NBA and NHL seems like just you could be 500 and get there. And I don't know. When they made the seventh, I was like, well, as a Charger fan, I'm in a division with Patrick Mahomes. So it was the greatest time ever for them to do playoff expansion. But it's also looking back on it, the fact that Chargers couldn't, get in in front of Pittsburgh and Oakland or Vegas. Like we suck. We don't deserve anything. Uh, I'll also so, point to the Steelers game against the Packers as well. As I think the, the Steelers got up seven, nothing and green Bay is like, all right, we're just going to score a bunch of points now. And they scored like almost 27 in a row before the Steelers scored. Like, yeah, Steelers a are a bad team. Yeah. Like I, I'm taking, I, listen, we're all taking the chiefs minus 12 and a half. Right. Except for the coin coins taking Pittsburgh. I don't even think Cam can bring himself to take the Steelers at 12 and a half. Oh, you tune into the best bet show, pal, and we'll see how that goes. I do want to give a special shout out to my new guy, Jeff. I have a new guy that I'm getting behind. feel like the stock is on the rise for him because you want to see a guy who triggers people. Mahomes' brother? 
triggers everyone. And I do have the greatest idea if that guy wants to make money in the world. You want to hear it? I will just agree with you in the sense that there's nothing I can tweet, Pat. There's not a thing on earth I could tweet that comes with universal 100% approval rating than when you tweet a shot at Jackson Mahomes. It's literally like the one thing all of America seems to be united in. I know. it's. I, I mean, what he did with the Sean Taylor memorial was absolutely disgraceful, but people didn't like him before that. People haven't liked him since. Oh, yeah. He's, he's low. He's low-hanging fruit now. Uh, I pick on him, too. He's low-hanging fruit. And people forget about that Sean Taylor thing is that they only really made that a thing after Washington got busted with all, like, the shenanigans that they were up to. Then all of a sudden, it was Sean Taylor week, Memorial Week at FedEx Field. That I mean, it wouldn't be above me to think, like, yeah, maybe they paid Jackson Mahomes to do that to get some of the heat off them. I don't know. But here's the move. He continues to do all this stuff. Everyone really hates him. Do you know who else everyone really hates him? Rovell? Tim? Uh, gritty? Now, people love Gritty. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, Paul bro- the Paul brothers. People hate the Paul brothers. So this can all set up for the ultimate face turn for one of the Paul brothers when they celebrity box Jackson Mahomes. People will buy it on pay-per-view. Mahomes will get his payday. And then it'll be a full flip from, from heel to baby face, Jeff, for one of the Paul brothers. Isn't he like 5'8 and like 125 pounds or Who? something? Who? Jackson Mahomes? Jackson Mahomes is taller than Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is like 6'4". Okay. Fair enough. That, that is interesting. I have some breaking news. The Giants fired Joe Judge a few minutes ago. Oh, good. They put themselves good. last in the I, ability to interview new people for next year. Because yeah, they, yeah, they, they were, they were thinking about keeping Joe Judge. Yeah, but I don't criticize people for making the right move, even if it took them a little extra time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they lost enough time that it matters. I think um, you know Tim will have to agree that it's always, I think, going to be an attractive spot to be able oh, yeah. to fix the Giants and Flores. It seems like they really had to do like the Mara and Tish family had to like how much it seemed like they wanted to keep judge. Like he had to really be so goddamn bad and then open his mouth and put his foot in it. Like they so badly didn't want to fire another coach that if the next coach just shows any semblance semblance of getting them somewhere, he's going to have that job for a long time. They could have also fired Joe judge to think, no, let's just go hire Brian Flores. Cause I think it's perfect for the giants. I, I agree. I think he'd be perfect for the Giants, too, as long as whoever the GM is going to be, like, doesn't let Brian Flores hire the offensive coordinator. Like, to outsource that job to someone else. Yeah, he hasn't done a very good job with that. I don't know. There's lots of competent coaches that the Giants could bring in. I, I, I remain on Jim Caldwell's corner, screaming that he should get a job. And, uh, he'd be good there, too. Are we like he barely seemed like he was alive last time he coached? Are we sure he's he was still alive? Are you, sure, are you sure he's not I, dead? I he saw his name on, on someone's interview list. He's he's taken an interview. I think it was Jacksonville. That would be, be great there. That would be the He'd only be place. Like, I, I think if you want Jim Caldwell, you need to be in pure rebuild mode. And I guess the Giants oh, are, are the that. <laughs> yeah, the Giants are, but they have these pieces on offense that if you brought in someone who could fix up the defense, I feel like they can be pretty competitive next year if they can figure out quarterback. If you bring in someone that can fix the defense right away and make them more competitive on that side of the ball, because they have playmakers on offense. You just need someone to be able to call the plays 
Yep, there's no doubt. So, I, I don't think the Caldwell would be a good fit in like Denver or Minnesota. It's Minnesota, yes. I think he. I actually think he could go to Minnesota and they could like win the division or even the Super Bowl right away. That because that team has a lot of talent. And it he does would be seems able- like a favorite to get a job. I mean, Flores seems like he's now the for sure favorite to like definitely land a job. It seems like Leftwich is the um, definitely like a super hot candidate in both Miami and I Jacksonville. I could see it. Did 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 they announce Harbaugh going to the Raiders, or did I just imagine that last night? No, no, it hasn't been announced to anybody. No, but it's possible, and people in the know seem to be acknowledging that Harbaugh's agents are like working. They're working. Well, yeah, They're not- he just did as well as he's gonna do at the University of Michigan. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, and the th- interesting thing with Harbaugh is before last year, I think he did a contract redo. I think he even returned some money. He did. And then you come back and you have the year that he has. And it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to see someone else wants to offer me maybe that money that I gave you guys back or just make Michigan re-give him back that money potentially could could just be that play. And he'd be more of a hire in the mold of a Pete Carroll coming from college than other college guys. Now he's been to the pros before and has had success. So he's not like hiring Matt Rule or Urban Meyer, who have never blown a whistle in the NFL. Sure. I, I thought it was funny during the national championship semifinals, and they were, like, breaking everything down and looking at it. It's like, well, you know, Jim Harbaugh's never coached a big game in his life like this. It's like, the guy coached in the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that – they weren't thinking. But you have the to Bears... think that, like, Harbaugh is going to burn you out after three years. So he can't go to a rebuilding. Like, no good for Jacksonville. I don't think that Miami's close enough. Chicago, Minnesota, Denver – I don't know. Miami just did have two winning seasons in a row. I mean, it's hard to say they're not close enough. Yeah, I don't think that they're like they're like you need to be Super Bowl or bust. I think that Minnesota they can be that. the quarterback. They just need to figure out the quarterback. If the Dolphins figured out QB, they'd be every bit the contender that uh, any of these other teams would be. Well, if you could just get a quarterback to Denver, all of a sudden Denver's looking pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree but with that. Too. Part of the like, um, what about Flores going to Houston and then Watson staying? I don't. I don't think that no. the Houston guy deserves to be fired. I don't. Colin, no, he, he probably doesn't. He doesn't. But I think that Casiria, uh, the guy in Houston, came from New England. There's the, the thought that Cully has kept his job. But if they thought they could for sure get Flores, that's a move that some people think they could make. I would still. I still think the best coaching candidate is Dayball, and I know that his stock has dropped. He's going like full. No, he B- got it back though. He's gotten the. He's inter- got the. He's like got a the month and back. a half ago, it looked like he wasn't even going to be part of like this cycle. Now he's gotten. He's got and a handful of interviews. A small. Handful. I wouldn't be excited to hire him personally. Chicago is a rumored spot for him. I think Flores I, is. I think that Miami is the perfect spot for Dayball. That would be good too. Well, he coached, and then he, he coached, could be he great. Coached, he coached and two Staley in Alabama, can didn't be, he? Yeah, and then Staley can be what Tim says, and then the Dolphins can laugh at me for picking Staley over. I don't know. We saw an offensive coordinator last night in Alabama named Bill O'Brien who could get some love. Oh my God, you're faved him. Yeah. Oh yeah, love Bill O'Brien. I thought he was rumored to have had a talk or have an interview with the Jaguars. Yeah, he did. I mean, that who if you made him just coach and didn't let him run the roster, isn't that like didn't he do good with horrible? Honestly, if you took his name. If you did, if you just looked at his his statistics as a coach and didn't know anything about him, you think, oh, this guy should have a job. And then you, you know learn who it is. It's like, oh, 
He can't coach. He got Osweiler sure. to the playoffs. Yeah, but he started I, like 15 games for them. Sure. It always felt like the Texans were the good, bad team where they were, they played in that division that wasn't particularly competitive and they never overachieved. Uh, it felt like when you had, I mean, the Osweiler year is one thing, but like well, they had you, Clowney and Watt and they yeah, like you, you had this amazing defense. Yeah. And then you had Watson, like the team that they had, like that team they had built. And I know they ended up losing to the chiefs. Like that was a good team. Yeah, it was. And they blew a, a 24 point lead in the playoffs. Yeah, it was 24 nothing in the second quarter. And, and they got lucky that first year the Bills made the playoffs when Josh Allen tried to do like it's funny because he made the play this exactly. week that he did that he couldn't do in the playoffs. And it was the it was yeah. a great play this week. That was also the play that Tim held on to all offseason when proclaiming Jake Fromm would be better. Jake. It was a terrible, terrible play to throw the ball backwards like that. I'm sorry, I stand by it. It was, but you gotta learn that, you know. Tim's boy, Jake Whatever. from State Farm. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I didn't know if Pozzola was trolling. That. I don't I don't think that he was. But he's so like Pozzola's so I don't even mean this as an insult. Like he's so generic white bread that he may have literally never seen the State Farm commercial. I mean, I'm with him. I don't watch the commentary or like the commercials during football games. I just have them on mute and listen to something else. Yeah, no, I don't doubt it. So, but the thing is, like, I have no idea. He said it was such a straight face, but Pozzola's got that wry humor where, like, like he had me leaving. Like, am I an idiot? Is he the idiot? It's usually me when deciphering between me and Rob. But enough said. Monday Night Football. Cardinals at the LA Rams. The Rams are favored by three and a half points at home, although they don't seem to have much of a significant home field advantage as evidenced by the 49ers last week. Don't expect Arizona to travel as well to LA, but that was, it seemed like for a while I was like, is this game in Los Angeles? Cause it, it sounds like it's in San Francisco with the way that Stafford had to be like putting his hands up to his ears to hear the play called the over unders 49. Uh, this is a hard game for me to parse because the Rams overall are a better team. I think we're all going to acknowledge that. I'm just going to look at who the better quarterbacks are. I'd rather have Kyler than Stafford. I think that Kyler is better than Stafford. This is a big game. I like Kyler Murray. I'm going to take the plus three and a half with the Cardinals. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to play the, your, 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 your one, uh, your one team is left from your uh, NFC and AFC title yeah. games. Exactly. So I, I got to ride that horse. I, uh, the Rams disappointed me a great deal last week. You get up 17 nothing in that game. There's no reason uh, to, to, to blow that game, and yet they did. So that, that was very discouraging. But in the end, I just don't trust – I trust Arizona less. I, I don't think that this team is set up to thrive in the playoffs. Outside of the Dallas game, they haven't looked good in, in, in quite some time. And so, I mean, last week, all they had to do was take care of a dead Seattle team, and this game would be in Arizona, and they couldn't even do that. So I'm going to play the Rams and I I'm going to tease St. Louis through the number and that makes them plus three and a half, uh, which, you know, I hate teasing through zero, but whatever I get to have them plus three and a half. So I get to go through a couple of, uh, through a couple of key numbers. I'm with Pat. I'm going to be on the Cardinals here. I don't know. A strange game. And I would argue there's not more pressure on any quarterback this entire week. More than Dak Prescott is on Matthew Stafford. Um, the guy's played his entire career. He had Calvin Johnson. Didn't win a playoff game. Gonna not, you know, now he had a guy who just the greatest receiving season ever. 
Better win that game. Better win that game. I'm taking Ari- I'm taking Arizona. That's going to be a fun one, though. I don't love the pick, but I'm taking the points for sure. The track meet. Okay. That will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Those are all the games. The coin is taking the Rams in that game, by the way. Tim, what would you estimate before someone looks up? Because I know that one of the viewers has the numbers on this. What would you say your record since we've been doing this show in the wild card round is? Sorry, I feel like I'm batting at like 20%, 25%. I, I'm terrible at this round. I, th- I think that we went two consecutive years where you went 0-4 and 0-4. And and that sounds right. That, that, that sounds totally right. Uh, I, I usually do very well in divisional round, and I usually do very poorly in this round. So for what it's worth, people, you probably want to go the opposite of my teaser for that, for that matter. What... Do you, Jeff, do you remember what your NFC and AFC championship picks were? I know I had uh, probably the... You had Browns, Chiefs, and the Browns, Chiefs. I was going to say Chiefs versus Browns or Bills, but Browns sounds right. Embarrassing. And Arizona versus Tampa. Arizona versus Tampa. Do you remember what you... Did you have a rematch in the Super Bowl, Chiefs-Bucks? I might have taken Arizona just to be different, which I felt was so weird and random at the time, and not even like I believe in it that much but i doubt i took the rematch because i was just i didn't want to even verbalize it because i don't like that stuff i like new blood tim do you remember what your nfc and afc i do what were they i I picked in the nfc i picked the rams to defeat the vikings and ravens chargers and the afc i picked the ravens to defeat the chargers yeah that didn't work out so you're saying i got cursed i i'm not saying that at all. And I, in fact, I kind of, if your team can ever get things figured on defense, I'll like your team a lot next year. Don't let's just, why don't you just write them off? Well, because I don't think that, because I, I, I can only write them off if I think they're going to be bad and I don't think they're going to be, but bad. they're going to, they have their, their coaches coming back. So they can't win. Well, anything. that is a problem. I'll be curious. So you, next they, year you can't pick them to win anything. Cause that coach, according to you won't, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just reminding you of, those would yeah. be contradictory statements. Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, we'll see where I am led to believe that team will be. But I mean, I, I also I, like the fact that Aaron Rodgers might have gotten Joe Judge fired today. That I mean, I was actually commenting to Paul before the show is that I actually really enjoy Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show every week. Oh, it's amazing. He's so and good. I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> And and whatever it almost shows you, like you get a guy like that as premier as that, like he must be getting a sweet cut to do that weekly hit with the money that I McAfee... I don't know if that's the case, I but it would it... be a great promotion even if he was. Like it'd be worth it, right? Because the Rogers hits and how you know just forthright he is, and you get an MVP that talks like that. It's got to be worth so much. Maybe Rogers just does it. Maybe. But I, I think that I, Rogers might do it because of A.J. Hawk. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe they're going to have the set. Well, I guess the whole thing's sponsored by a company I never heard of. But, yeah, yeah, I don't even um, know if it actually exists. Might be like fake money. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know where they. Yeah, I don't it's know not DraftKings where people should be playing. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, so yeah, maybe <laughs> or, or maybe um, not. But it's just funny that like. This should have happened a couple of days ago. Rogers makes those viral comments this afternoon. And then it's like, okay, buddy's fired. So looking at the predictions that we had before the season, Tim is dead because his two teams cannot qualify. 
for the Super Bowl. The Rams can. He had the Rams against Baltimore with Baltimore winning the Super Bowl. Jeff and I are both still alive at the moment, although my AFC championship game is dead because it's happening this week. So therefore, it cannot happen in two weeks' time. I had Kansas City beating the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I just got lucky the Steelers made the playoffs, apparently. Uh, And I had the Seahawks going to the NFC championship, so that was a terrible call. But I had the Packers over the Seahawks, Chiefs over the Steelers, and then Chiefs over the Packers in the Super Bowl. You had the Bucks. Bucks and Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I'm going to stick with Packers Kansas City Super Bowl just because that's what I had before the season. I'll stick with it. Jeff, do you want to change it up and have a new Super Bowl pick? Uh, I'm cheering for Packers Bills. That's the Super Bowl I want to see. That's the Super Bowl that would be most entertaining and meaningful for Jeff. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the most meaningful Super Bowl for us is we need San Francisco against like Vegas. Oh. Or the Steelers sure. or something like that. That's what well, I sorry, would prefer for the Super Bowl. That'd be the most profitable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Super Bowl. But I have I, I'm gonna support the Bills and I, I yeah, I'm here. I'm here for, for Rogers and, and the Packers and then what could ensue uh after. And I, I don't know, maybe they'll just trade Jordan Luck for, for a second rounder and keep Aaron Rodgers. I mean, know? a second rounder, you think that he's worth one half of what Mike White is worth? Ha 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 ha! Tim was sending us screenshots of Christian McCaffrey in a Jets uniform today. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have the cap space. The Panthers may want to get out from underneath that contract. Uh, he'd be great in New York. So, what are you going as your pick? I'm going to go Packers over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Packers Bills. Pack like Bills. Tight. Packers beat Bills. Oh, Bills over Packers. Then, if I'm picking the winner, yeah, Bills over Packers. Bills over Packers. Rams over Titans. Rams. That would be the most motley crew to hit up LA, right? Packers and Bills fans. Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Who yeah. could have? Who could afford it? Hey, they'll put it all in. That's the thing. They'll go in debt. They'll go in debt forever. For oh man, it. you got two weeks. Then there's gonna there'll be like a bus convoy from Buffalo to get to LA. Ah. It'll be like that guy that Tim ran onto ran into on the bus when we had to catch the bus from Manchester, Tennessee to the Atlanta airport. The guy that was traveling by bus from Vegas to Florida who had his credit stolen. Yeah, he had been a victim of identity theft. He kept coughing really loudly next to me in the chair. It was a fun drive. Thank you for reminding me about that. Hey, I, my other friend Tim and I sat in the seats behind you. We were just laughing the whole time. Oh, it was miserable. It was just miserable. <laughs> All right, so Packers over Chiefs for me, Bills over Packers for Jeff, Rams over Les Titans for Tim. That's going to be it? Yeah. Can you recap your free money, please? Yes, it's a six-team, seven-point tease. It is taking the Raiders up to 12, the Patriots to 10.5, the Buccaneers down to 1.5, the 49ers up 10, the Chiefs down to 5.5, and and the Rams through 0 to 3.5. All right. It's pretty good. Anyone want to give out any super locks? Because I'm good for super locks. We don't normally do them in the playoffs, but you really... No, I don't really have a super, I don't really have a super lock. No, I'll have my best bets on the best bet show, but that's uh, that's about it. Yeah, no, no I'm not no. holding to anything. I'm going to have real money on the Bills and the Bucks and probably the, the, the Cardinals, and I can't resist betting TV games, so in the end, I'm going to have money on them all. <laughs> there we go. Nope. All I got to say is vote Jeff. 
Well, you can vote for Jeff in the Custy Awards if you hit the description. The link is down there. Or you can vote for Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's not my name. Don't vote for me. What is this? Go ahead. No, I would be one nice, you know, final announcement of, of voting ethics from, you know, Mr. Fraud here. Would it be appreciated? I like that I'm asking to... people to vote once. That's what I'm asking. Now, listen, I, I say I'm heartened by people so enthusiastic for my candidacy uh, to vote for you multiple times. Uh, that's very sweet of them. But I'm asking people to to just vote once, uh, even if the system will allow for you to vote multiple times. I'm asking you just to vote once. Well, it'll manually have to be adjusted. Just a lot of work for Rob. I don't want to. Rob's doing. Rob keeps track of this and does this for free. I want to make well, I appreciate Rob because he's going to keep this thing on the up and up. So we'll Tim s- knows how to activate bots. Well, I have the results so far. Only Rob and I know. So I'll throw it up that way. Tim, your campaign might be working. Thank you. Well, listen, we are making memes again. After the short, we, we suspended the meme campaign while we were letting Jeff get on. The you ne- you, ne- you oh. never released the, the, the COVID one, which was actually quite fun. Oh, I was... Yes, I was going to. Darn, I forgot to release that. Right, where the the campaign is wishing Jeff the best. And the campaign does wish Jeff the best. But he started today again on Twitter with uh, nasty comments and wanting to start up the, the meme war. So, I didn't so start be anything nasty. You did. You did. I would have laid off for a while still, but you started it up again. So now it's begun. And it's also like, sure, Tim, they're, they're running to the polls, you know. They're Sounds running. like it. They're Sounds running. like it. They're running. All right. Well, best of luck to you. You're going to need it. There, there is some pretty good most cussed murder ones. I, I think that's le- got a whole award show about how insane he is. It's true. Which is why it would be so great if you listen, you have your own category too, son. Yeah, I have a category within the show about a rival because is- I get, I get intense and I, I sometimes don't behave on the internet. Which has become you, don't, you go out in public and act like a crazy person with your medal. Who was that? Jeff. Damn, <laughs> he just ran to mute. <laughs> think that was anyone else? Oh, he doesn't have his. Yeah, he, we can't hear him anymore. It has to be Tim. <laughs> he doesn't know how to turn it off. That's actually. Oh, no. <laughs> I hit the mute button on my side. Oh, no. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Maybe you should update your phone. I think you went back <laughs> on mute. No, I'm off mute. He just smashed that red button, didn't he? Yeah, I did. They're going to call back in one second, though. Yeah, that that's true. Who do you think is the front runner for Jeff's biggest rival? Because we had to literally... Everyone who's on the list, we feel like can take it if they're Jeff's biggest rival. Some people got left off the list because they wouldn't be able to take it if they were Jeff's biggest rival. Uh, they're just not on the ballot. Keep it that way. Oh, okay. So we didn't, uh, whatever. There are certain there are certain people excluded from this list because they would not react positively to I being think a, one. Can we just assume, I'm going to say one person. Th- th- there was three people, I think, that got left off the list. But yes. Mm. Yeah. But yes. I can only think of one. Well, but... I mean, some of these names, once you see them up there, are just like, oh, yeah. Like your guy, Ryan Glasspiegel. I don't even know who that is. Why do you hate this oh, guy? Some, I don't even see. Now you're just stretching. What is this guy? Uh, 
I'm sure you had a beef with that person on Twitter. No, he no. made a comment about something, and then I replied and was <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" But I don't remember what it was. Oh, Let's see. Uh, writer for the New York Post claimed to not want to be an NFL agent, and then had his line of work attacked by Jeff. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, the guy sells lies like in stories. What do you like? He works for for, for a rag like, like the New York Post, but he's he thinks sports agents like uh, are on the on the take. Whatever. And then he insulted all you sports gamblers. So whatever. Oh, actually, that's a weird beef. That's not a beef. I was just like, why are you lying in your tweet? I'll live. I think. I, I think I know who I'm voting for, although Chargers social media team really made a good push at the end. Yeah. yeah. No, to me, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you, I think there's one case. Like, I don't think it's debatable, and this person is probably on the uh, on it, but I don't, I don't want to get into this now. I give Tim... Well, I was justified in this beef, but anything that would give Tim ammo would be weird. But Sully from uh, No Laying Up, he's a real foss. I don't even know what that means. Is that bad? Do I have to beep that? No, just like Roy Foss, like phony, dud, like whatever. The other guys there, like Tron, like T- like TC there, Carter. Like, we're good. We're good. Like, I even hear on the back end, like, we're good. No one likes that Sully character, though. Well, I he mean. He operates their Twitter account. Under most cuss story, I mean, this one just kind of happened. There was, Tim was instructed by Paul to raise the volume while he was on the show. And he thought this meant to speak louder into the microphone instead of turning up his microphone volume. (laughs) If someone could time code all these for me, I could actually cut the actual clips and run them during the Custy Awards. It's honestly crazy that someone could... (laughs) vote for all these categories and then get to who's more insane me or tim and then vote for me when tim goes to the grocery store he immediately goes to the grocery store employee to ask where all the items are (laughs) i need to be escorted (laughs) oh i forgot about your bob dole impression best impression is a good one (laughs) well you know it's not the best impression but i do my best what about, can we hear from Walter Matthau then? Okay, I'm Walter Matthau. How are you? What about Fred Flintstone? Yabba dabba do. What's going on, Bond? <laughs> what about Kelsey Grammer? Okay, I can do a Kelsey Grammer too if you want me to. <laughs> Just remember Kelsey people Grammer. to vote for Jeff. Do you have any impressions, Jeff, that you do? Uh... Not really. I could probably think about it. Not on the fly. Like maybe wrestling ones, but that'd be it. Oh man, most egregious claim. Sure thing, brother. You can do your Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw I see Hulk Hogan got outed as anti-vax on the internet today. Oh uh, yeah, I saw. <laughs> what a shock. You shouldn't re- well I mean it's probably, yeah, it's he probably commented not that Bob Saget and Betty White got the vax, and that's what killed them. <laughs> All right, I think that's probably a good place to wrap her up. How about this one, Jeff? Hogan said, not me, not me. No, I think Jeff said that. To Jeff, most egregious claim, Betty White died because she had vaccine, not because Tim probably was having a Betty White beat the night before. 
<laughs> terrible thing to say. Well, you already admitted to beating the Golden Girls, so how do we know you weren't doing I it? I never said such a thing. What about a most egregious claim that Tim claims surfing was easy to pick up and could learn it without much effort? I think that's probably true. Insane. Interesting. All right, that will do it on the show. Rate and review. If you got Spotify, rate it over there. You can rate shows over on there now. Even if you don't use Spotify to listen to this show and you have Apple Podcasts, but you have Spotify anyway, let's go over and click. Hit the five stars. Help us out, all right? Uh, Playing the one and done. Smash like. Sub to the channel. All that fun stuff. We'll see you on Thursday with Cam and Pizzola for best bets. Until then, have a good one. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.